Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse who oddly enough has no kids, yet a huge passion for informing and empowering women on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me every week as we dive in to all things prenatal, postnatal, birth, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to episode 34 of the podcast. Today, I am solo podcasting again, and we are talking about what to pack in your hospital bag and also what not to pack in your hospital bag, more so from a nurse's perspective. So I'm basically just taking like the things that I see that women bring and actually use and the things that they don't bring. And I'm like, wow, we you could really use this right now. And then things that they bring and they never touch. So I'm going to tell you 10 things that you need to bring and then just a few that you do not need in your hospital bag. And I feel like there's no like in between on this. People are either hot or cold. I feel like they either show up and they look like they are ready to stay with us for like two weeks or they show up and they look like they are just completely unprepared whatsoever. So there's just so much unknown, especially when it comes to your first baby. I mean, you don't know what to bring. You don't, you've never done this before. You've never been a parent before. You don't know what they're going to need, especially in those first few days. And you don't want to forget anything that you might really, really, really need. So sometimes people just bring everything. So like I said, from a nurse's standpoint, I'm going to tell you guys what I actually think that you need in your hospital bag and things that you can probably leave at home just to make packing your hospital bag easier and faster, especially for those first time parents. There are some things that I always try to make sure that my mom has and things that I see them use most and things that I end up wishing that they did have. So starting off, the number one thing to bring in your hospital bag is toiletries. And I know it sounds super simple and maybe even obvious, but I cannot stress this enough. The only thing that we really carry as far as toiletries, at least on my unit, is baby soap and like baby lotion. I think on occasion we have like small bottles of shampoo and conditioner, but honestly, I don't even think we have those most of the time. And even if we do, you really do not want to use hospital shampoo and conditioner. So please bring your toiletries. Anything that you use in the shower or after the shower, bring it. Shampoo, conditioner, body wash, face wash, your toothbrush, toothpaste, hairbrush, any face cream that you use, any dry shampoo if you use dry shampoo. Basically anything in your beauty routine bring with you because the hospital will not provide any of it. So make sure that you bring all of it. Number two to bring in your hospital bag is going to be electronics and chargers. And the main thing that I want to stress here is an extra long phone charger, extra long phone charger. The outlets in hospitals, at least in ones that I've been in are never on the beds and the beds are huge. So that automatically, you know, they're on the back wall and the beds are so big. So automatically like a normal phone charger will not reach your hospital bed. And I struggle with this on a daily basis with my patients. Honestly, I probably get asked once a week for an extension cord, which we also do not have. So bring an extra long phone charger. I think the iPhone chargers you can get on Amazon in like maybe like 10 feet and 20 feet. Definitely bring the longest one that you can find because you will be in bed a lot, of course, and you'll be in bed nursing a lot and all that stuff. So extra long phone charger, that way you can actually reach the bed. And I also, as far as electronics, have a lot of patients who will bring like tablets or laptops in case they want to watch Netflix or a movie or anything like that. The rooms will have TVs, but they will just have those pretty basic hospital channels in them. So especially if you're an induction, I highly recommend bringing a tablet or a laptop because as I've said on this podcast before, inductions can be very long. They can also be very short, but they can be long. So having a tablet or something to watch some Netflix and distract yourself is a really good thing. Number three is going to be snacks. 
bring a few of your favorite snacks. Of course, when you're in the hospital, you will be provided three meals a day when you are not in labor. When you're in labor, you can have only clear liquids. So, you know, after you deliver, you'll have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right now with COVID, we are also giving the plus one or your significant other three meals a day as well. Without COVID, normally we only provide them like one or two meals a day and they kind of have to fend for themselves and the others. But trying to minimize people going in and out of the hospital, you guys are both provided three meals a day right now while in labor at most hospitals. But it's always good to have something quick that you know that you will like. And also any food can be delivered. Always keep that in mind if you want to like DoorDash something. But Bring a few snacks. Think like granola bars, protein bars, fruit, Gatorade, and coconut water. Gatorade and coconut water are great for while you are in labor because like I said, you can't eat while you're in labor, but you can have clear liquids. And normally what the hospital can provide is going to be like Jello, apple juice. Um, you can have black coffee, water, anything really that melts clear technically you can have while you are in labor. So Gatorade and coconut water are great options because those will actually provide you with some calories, some electrolytes, and some sugar, which labor is a marathon. So you, you will definitely need those things. And also things like trail mix, just not a ton. You don't need to, you know, bring half your pantry with you, but just throw a couple granola bars and a couple snacks in your bag. That way you have them if you need them. Number four, and I probably could have made this number one, honestly, because I think this is a complete necessity, but is your nursing pillow or your boppy. Basically the same thing, but after you deliver, you will be sore. You're going to be tired. You're not going to have great mobility for those first few days and be moving around. So you're basically going to be breastfeeding from the bed the majority of the time. And this is where that boppy and that nursing pillow can be so handy because it gets you in such a good position and really helps support you and the baby while trying to breastfeed. Hospital beds are not comfortable, so the boppy can really be such a key thing in making breastfeeding a lot more comfortable. This makes feeds easier, and it really provides that perfect support. Without them, we can manage, like if you forget your boppy or your breastfeeding pillow, obviously like we'll make it work. I, I would say you know 50% of women actually remember to bring them, but basically what we do is build, build like a pillow tower, or like a pillow fort around you. I kind of like try to makeshift a boppy almost with like six different pillows, and they're hospital pillows, so they're super flat, so you legit need six of them, and kind of like build a fort around your sides to support your arms, to support the baby, and just that way you're not having a hunch over, hurt your back, and you can kind of sit back and relax while you breastfeed. So we can manage without it, but to avoid having to build, you know, a huge pillow tower around you, please bring your nursing pillow or your boppy. They are amazing, and just getting used to using them from the start also helps because while we teach you how to breastfeed in the hospital, if we can use that boppy, you're gonna go home and be using it, so you will already be taught by us you know how to use it and how to breastfeed while using it so definitely please bring your nursing pillow number five is going to be pads diapers and pad sickles and I know a lot of people pad sickles by the way are like pad icicles I guess <laughs> pad ice packs um but I know a lot of people do not bring these I would say you know majority of women do not and yes the hospital has all of them so don't freak out if you forget to bring them but let me tell you how much nicer the ones that you can buy are and they're not expensive it is a hundred percent worth it in my opinion at the hospital we give you basically like picture fishnets but as underwear because that's that's the best way for me to describe it, it literally the underwear have like holes in them like it's literally like weaved uh mesh fishnet looking underwear and they're huge because it's like one size fits all and the pads fall out of the sides of them. The pads fall out of the back of them. They don't give you any support in your belly or your mid area, which feels so good to have that support after you deliver a baby in that area. But they just are not functional. They're just honestly 
probably affordable and easy, but they're not supportive and they just, they just aren't the best. So I would 100% recommend investing in some of the adult diapers. I think those are the best option because they give you that underwear support, but they also give you kind of that like belly and like lower abdomen like perineum support because they are a little bit tighter in that area whereas our mesh underwear are not tight whatsoever so those diapers really do help support that like lower midsection and provide you that thick nice pad that's not going to fall because it's built in the other thing that you can do is just to buy like postpartum underwear and then some bigger pads they do make nicer bigger pads you can put in the postpartum underwear that will also give you much more support and then the last thing is pad sickles which are basically like pad ice packs and the hospital does have these. I I don't think that the I think the pad sickles is the least important thing for you to bring on your own because there's not much difference in what the hospital provides and what you can buy online. And they are expensive. I think I found them on Amazon like $20 for only eight of the pad icicle things. And that's pretty expensive. You know, that's over $2 for one pad icicle. And you're gonna go through a lot of those in the first few days. So in my opinion, I would just milk it and use the hospitals, especially while you're there. Maybe buy a pack for at home, but while you're at the hospital, definitely use our ice packs. But 100%, bring your own adult diapers postpartum. Use them from the start. They will be so much better. I love when my moms bring them. It's so much more comfortable. It's so much more functional. And they they just look way more comfortable. So I did find them on Amazon. You can buy like a 60 count. It was just, I think it was just the Amazon brand. And I will link all this in a blog post. Of course, as always, that corresponds with this podcast on my website, but you could get a 60 count of the like big postpartum adult diapers for I think $29. So that's super cheap and definitely something that I think you will benefit from. There's also a postpartum recovery kit by Frida, which is a really popular brand off, also off of Amazon. They have pads, diapers, they have pad ice packs, all that good stuff. But they do do a postpartum recovery kit that runs about $49 and has like a peri bottle and all types of postpartum stuff in it. Also, the hospital does give you that stuff. But if you want to invest in your own little postpartum kit, you definitely can do that. I definitely recommend checking out the Frida brand on Amazon and just seeing if you like any of their stuff or if you think it'd be beneficial. And if so, throwing a couple things in your hospital bag. The sixth thing to pack in your hospital bag is, well, not necessarily in your hospital bag, but to pack with you to the hospital is gonna be your car seat. So we do not discharge you without a car seat. I personally like my babies to leave in the car seat from the room. So please bring it with you. You can totally leave it in your car until the day of discharge. Like when you, you know, go into labor or when you first get there, you do not need to bring your car seat and everything up. You can leave some stuff in your car and send your significant other down throughout your stay to go grab stuff. But the car seat, you can definitely leave in your car until the day of discharge and then send your significant other down to grab it and bring it up. But just make sure that you have it with you at the hospital just to save you an extra trip on that day of discharge. That way you're not sending somebody home to grab it or having somebody come drop it off. Definitely bring your car seat with you. Number seven is going to be to bring a comfortable blanket and pillow. Again, this is something that the hospital provides for you and for your husband or your significant other or whoever's staying with you. We do provide linens and pillows and all that stuff, but they're thin and they're flat, both pillows and the blankets. So it is totally worth it to bring your own pillow and your own blanket from home. Mainly, I will stress the pillow because ours are every hospitals is really bad. So if you forget, like I said, not a big deal, but if you can remember to bring your own pillow, it will make you much more comfortable, especially because you're going to be staying for, you know, two, three, maybe even four days, depending on how your labor goes. And it's definitely worth it to have that extra comfort for that long stay. 
Number eight is going to be comfortable clothes and slippers for after delivery. And by comfortable clothes, I mean things that are easy to nurse in. If that's what you plan on doing. If you plan on breastfeeding, bring comfortable clothes that are breastfeeding friendly. Bring slippers for the floors because like I said, they're clean, but I do not recommend walking around bare feet on our floors. So nursing gowns, nursing tops, they're a great way to make nursing easier and kind of keep the rest of you covered while you nurse. And I will link some nursing tops from Amazon in this blog post correlating to this podcast, but they sell like a ton of cute tops, some short sleeves, some tank tops, and they kind of like pull up at the top while keeping your belly covered. And they run about like $10 each. They come in like three packs for $39. They also have really cute nursing. Well, they're actually, they're three in one gowns. So they're labor delivery and nursing gowns. And they have them in solid colors and in a pattern color. And they're actually cute. They run about $20 to $30. I will link both of those also off of Amazon. But I definitely think that it is good to get something functional to wear after delivery. You really don't want to be wearing a hospital gown. The arms do unbutton, but you do kind of have to pull the whole thing down and everything to breastfeed. So it will definitely be much easier if you get a breastfeeding friendly top or gown. Number nine is going to be your pump. And I feel like there's a lot of controversy on this. A lot of people say, do not bring your pump. You won't need it. It's just a waste of time and a waste of space. But I tend to disagree. I think you should just bring your pump with you. The hospital does have pumps that we can provide you and they're great pumps, but it's always best to bring your own pump just in case you have to use it. That way you already have it there. And especially if you don't know how to use it, we can show you how to use it during your hospital stay and how to kind of set up the pump and everything like that. Like I said, you might not need it, but in the chance that you do, it's always good to have your own. And especially if you're having twins, please bring your pump with you. If you're having a baby that they told you was estimated to be large, bring your pump. If they have a you, if you're having a baby that they estimated to be really small, also bring your pump because those are three instances where we will probably automatically get you pumping just because sometimes those babies need a little bit of supplementation or a little bit of extra food. And that can really help if we get you pumping. That way we can avoid supplementing with other things and we can supplement with your pumped milk if we can get some pumped colostrum. So if you're having a baby, who's small, large, or twins, please bring your pump. If not, you can kind of gauge it up to you. If you want to be shown how to use it and how to set it up, bring it with you. If you think you can manage on your own and that you won't need it in those first few days, you absolutely do not have to bring your pump. But I just wanted to throw that in because I do have a lot of moms who use their pumps or want to be shown how to use their pumps, and they do bring them with them. Number 10 is nothing specific. It's basically all the random things left that I wanted to talk about real quick that you can or should bring with you. So some random things, number 10 to bring with you in your hospital bag. Your birth plan. If you have a birth plan, please bring a copy of your birth plan. Number two, if you have a cord blood banking kit, like if you're gonna bank your baby's cord blood, please bring that kit with you. That is very important. We cannot do it without the kit. And if you want to learn more about cord blood banking, you can go back to episode 22 of the podcast where I did talk about that. Also bring a reusable water bottle. Very important and will be very useful. Bring chapstick, bring a portable Bluetooth charger or portable Bluetooth speaker if you want to play music or play labor music or anything like that while you are in labor. Also, you can use a Bluetooth speaker for white noise. You can also bring a fan or a white noise machine, bring some nipple cream, and that is the majority of things that I see women use in their hospital bags. So now let's really quickly talk about things that you do not need in your hospital bag. Number one is going to be tons of baby clothes. I cannot tell you how many people come in and have like a whole suitcase, seriously, or like a smaller little duffel bag of baby clothes. You will not need them. The hospital provides little like blanket swaddles and plain white long sleeve t-shirts and I'm going to be honest with you 
almost every single one of my babies stays in that stuff until day of discharge. You seriously only need maybe one to two outfits with you for the hospital. So throw two in your hospital bag and call it good. The other thing that you don't need is a ton of swaddles. I would definitely recommend bringing one to two of the nice, easy Velcro swaddles. But other than that, like I said, the babies really stay in these hospital blanket swaddles for those first few days. The next thing that you do not need to bring is tons of clothes for yourself and normal underwear. I'll be honest with you, you are basically going to be naked for the first week, if not way more of your postpartum experience. So you don't need tons of clothes. Bring a nursing gown and bring an outfit for the day of discharge and you're going to be good to go. And also you will not be in normal underwear for a little while. So do not bring normal underwear because you won't need them. Next thing you don't need to bring is going to be towels. We have tons of towels and it's just an extra thing that you won't use that you do not need to pack yourself. Next is going to be diapers and wipes. Do not bring diapers or wipes to the hospital. We will provide all of that while you're here and you're going to be buying diapers and wipes for a really long time. So let us provide it all. Use what the hospital gives you as far as diapers and wipes. And the last thing you do not need to bring that I do see a lot of people bring is going to be your makeup. You just don't need makeup. You're not going to wear makeup. I promise you that. So just do not bring your makeup. You will not need it. And that is really it for this podcast of what to pack in your hospital bag. Just remember that your stay is not very long. You're in the hospital for two to four days on average, and you don't need to bring a ton of stuff. Almost anything that you could need, we will in some way, shape, or form have it or find it. You can always send people to bring it to you or send your significant other home to grab something. Chances are you don't live that far away. So do not stress over every little thing in your hospital bag and bring tons of stuff. Stick with the basics, toiletries, phone chargers, maybe a few snacks, your breastfeeding pillow, some postpartum diapers, your car seat, a set of comfortable clothes, and that's really it. Stick with the basics. Like I said, don't bring tons of baby clothes. Don't bring tons of clothes for yourself. Don't bring towels, diapers, or wipes. And you basically have your entire hospital bag packed in under 10 minutes. I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast of what to pack in your hospital bag from a nurse's perspective. I tried to keep it short and super simple because it is short and super simple. It's not a hard thing to do. So I will see you guys next week, next Monday, 9 a.m. As always, same place, same time for the next episode of this podcast. And you can find me over on Instagram at what the bump podcast and over on my Instagram in my bio, I do have the link for my website, which will have a corresponding blog post and any products that I mentioned will be linked through Amazon there as well. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week to talk more about the bump. And of course, I know you all probably know this, but I have to add it in. I make every effort to broadcast correct information through this podcast, but I am still learning so much. So I am in no way providing medical advice through this podcast, just sharing the things that myself and others have experienced or learned. Make sure to consult your physician before taking anything from this podcast and changing your health. This applies to any guests or contributors that I also have on this podcast. Thank you. And I will see you next week.